it's lights out, and away we go. Welcome to an American's Guide to Formula One. Now let's start the show. Well, let's start the show indeed. I'm so happy that you guys are back listening to an America, another episode of An American's Guide to Formula One. I'm Andy Lewis, and I'm joined via the telephone by my dad, T-Sauce, Papa Lewis, whichever one. Well, you know, yeah, well, you know, my name's Tim, really, but... That is true. It is Timothy a- Lee Lewis, but yeah. we refer to him by many other um, call signs. Because I'm a spicy ketchup? Something yeah. like that. You're spicy, you're spicy for sure, especially today. My goodness. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, how could you not be spicy? I mean, we're we're starting a whole new deal, baby. Whole new season. It's here. It's race week. We're actively recording this uh, on what is this? What is today? Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday of race week of the of the season opener. Yes, and you we are ha- correct. And man, we had a pretty exciting uh, Bahrain preseason test, wouldn't you say, Dad? Exciting and confusing, and I'm feeling very clueless about it right now. Well, we're supposed to help people feel less clueless. So if we're clueless, what oh, we're all doomed. Well, here. maybe maybe we'll show each other the way to the way. contemplate. It is the way. The way. <laughs> way. All right. Um, so what, we're just going to go kind of team by team in, uh, in an ascending order of kind of what we think and what we've gleaned is like uh, kind of what the industry's kind of thinking here. Uh, uh, disclaimer before we get lit up here is that um, uh, this, is a, this is our opinion and the opinions of other people based on the information at hand. Any of this is subject to change. It is not a prediction. It is not a like a – like the end all be all we're just two guys who like formula one a heck of a lot and want to talk to y'all about it so take it easy take it easy okay yeah let's let's get let's have some some fun and talk about formula one okay we're gonna start with williams unfortunately they just had a a really i would say tough would be an understatement wouldn't you say dan yes uh even but that blue is cool. The, the livery, one of the best. Not going to lie. But yep. the it, beautiful. The, the fire off the rear brakes when the rear of the car caught fire really stood out well against the blue. You know? It was a pseudo bronco colors. I know you like that. Yeah. I could. Yeah. Know. Okay. And that's exactly what I thought. But then I thought, ooh. When you started seeing the car dripping, it was <laughs> yeah. Funny. When it literally melts, uh, so yeah, they had uh, as as Gas Capito, the the uh, Formula One team principal at Williams said it was a a mistake that is too embarrassing to name. So that's a I guess if he's being honest, it was a, a real a, not a it's a foreseen and fixable problem that led to that fire. However, it yeah. did cash about 20% of the team's total running time and a whole day of Latifi in the car. So yeah. uh, they freely admit that they believe to be on the back foot, which is disappointing because they looked they looked pretty strong in uh, Spain. Um, kind of flipped, uh, flip-flopped on this um, 
this outing. So that's that's a bummer. I, I had high hopes. I, I, I like to see I, I like the Albons in that car and I'd like to see him have a car that he could could show us some pretty brilliant gutsy down the inside dives on on people that he's that are much better and faster in a car than him. He was always so exciting to watch at Red Bull. I would just like to see that. So uh that's yeah. for sure. Anything else you want to talk about, Williams? We'll move on. We'll move. We're going to blow through this. It's going to be a quick episode, hopefully. Yeah, not not really. You know, this is the first year without Frank, isn't it? Or did no Frank? Uh, well, I mean, he hasn't been involved in the team, but I mean, as a, as living, yeah, he did die last year. Unfortunately, we lost him. Yeah. So, God, but, what a yeah second I mean, year without awesome. Claire being in charge too, and having Yoss. Capito yeah. in that role. Yeah. It's just that the legacy of that team is so fantastic. You just really, you can't do anything but hope that they make a comeback at some point. Well, yes. Uh, I totally spaced. We also need to talk about some of Drive to Survive. I told you guys, I've binged Drive to Survive, and I kind of want to say a couple of things about that, too. I don't know if you had a chance to see any of those episodes uh, yet, Dad. I watched, uh, I watched the little bit of all the episodes well not all but but yeah okay so we can can talk some of that because i did i did get the sense from that show like listening to yoss talk and and seeing how excited he is at williams and what he really wants to do with that team and like leaving it named williams i think he he's a he's kind of the perfect i really got a good vibe from him and like he really wants to go racing like and uh, with Williams and do some yeah. cool stuff. I really like that part of that. I like the Williams stuff. Um, yeah, you gotta love it. It was a cool insight. You didn't really get. You don't get to see a lot of that on the on the watching it live on the TV and stuff. That's something that only right. back back uh, uh, back behind the scenes stuff, which is my favorite. Which was what yeah. was my favorite part of the Drive to Survive stuff. But we'll get more into that later. Or we'll kind of briefly touch in and on about that. But uh, yeah. next team we're going to talk about is Alfa Romero. Unfortunately, the the troubles continue. Um, even though Botas looked really fast at one point, had the sixth fastest run, but he was on the C three tire and it was a low fuel run. So we can't. I guess we'll start talking about this now, but we'll 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 touch on it even more. You'll hear, but is like you have to take the times of these tests and comparative in relation to the other times. Like, yes, it is a time that they set in that car, but they could be on a different tire compound, a different tire strategy, a different run plan, uh, different fuel loads, different engine modes. Like there's a lot um, that is, is up for interpretation that, that doesn't necessarily mean that just because he has the sixth fastest lap, he's this, they're the sixth fastest car. So I just want to get that out of the way right now. Yeah, um, and then don't forget about the uh, tendencies to sandbag too. Totally, we'll get we'll with get certain uh, team, with certain teams are a little bit more so than others, but there's so much stuff going on. So much. When we'll get to the sandbagging as we as we ascend the list here. <laughs> Uh, some unfortunately, yeah. some of these lower spending teams don't have the budget to sandbag. They're just this is all we got. <laughs> yeah, this is the best we could do. Um, and yeah, and, yeah, we also uh, saw some very radically different designs come back from between Spain and now that we have to talk about when we get to those cars. But 
Alfred Romero, yeah. speak, one good thing we can say about Alfred Romero is probably singly the best livery on the on the grid. That alpha script yeah. is so groovy. It is so cool. I want that. I want that as a sticker so bad. Alpha, if you're listening, make that a sticker. I will buy it. Actually, give it to yeah. me. Yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll buy it. I'll buy how about it. combine? How about find? Combine that script with that that uh, grill logo that is just so. Oh yeah, iconic. I mean, it's iconic. It's timeless. Timeless. Um, timelessly iconic. Would you say it's timelessly iconic? Yeah. Whatever. So they're yeah. coming. Yeah. They're still coming off the back of their really, really bad showing and low mileage that they had in um, Barcelona. They definitely got more running this time. I think Botas doubled his his time in the amount of time in the car and the amount of laps that he did in Spain on the on day one of testing here in Barcelona yeah. in Bahrain. So they they really got on that. They had they were one of the worst uh, porpoising. They had one, some of the worst porpoising, but they uh, seem to have found a ride height compromise that, that, that makes that a little bit more manageable. And they say that they seem to have um, uh, that under control. And Botas seems pretty happy with the overall balance of the car. But Botas mm-hmm. freely admitted and uh, that, that he thinks that um, just because of the lack of runtime and and them trying to shed so much weight to get down to that that minimum weight that they uh, their their that real reliability is is a big concern for them. Mm-hmm. So um, yep. they may have a good, pretty quick quick paced car, seemingly on some of those low fuel runs. We got that with Botas's really hot lap things, you know. But a fast car and a car that misses races or doesn't finish, you know, it doesn't matter how fast you are if you don't finish. That's, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Right. Right. So, yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say? I don't, I don't think, I mean, there wasn't really much to come out of Zhou or Zhou, Zhou, um, Guan Yu. Um, right. But, I mean, Rookie and his debut testing, I wouldn't expect anything. At least he didn't mass spin it around. Uh, yeah. Up next, we're, we are going to say Alpine at the moment. Um, still kind of far back, I know, for a team with El Plan and El Alonso, but um, really, really struggling with porpoising. Another one of the teams that's having a really hard time getting a handle on this porpoising effect. Dad, do you want to remind the listeners what porpoising is in case we've gained some or just need a refresher? Well, yeah, it's like it, it, the, the ground effects that they're using is it, so potent that if you have too much force downward, then you start to bottom out the floor of the car, and then it breaks that. Um, it kind of bounces back up, and, and, and then it regains its suction down and then breaks the suction with a bounce, and regains the suction down again and it's it's like hippity hoppity going down the track so yeah just imagine some of these guys are getting their yeah they're getting like their teeth shook out of their head for real that that there was some really crazy onboard footage of gasly going down from like uh and it just yeah it looks like looks like you're just going down the like you're sitting on the stairs. Like remember when you're a kid and you just go put your oh yeah straight and just go yeah. down the stairs on your butt. That's what it felt. That is yeah. That's, that's what it exact, reminded me. That's a great. 
but but at at a, at almost 200 miles an hour <laughs> yeah yeah uh, a little bit more oomph involved yeah but it's it's like how are they going to get control of that well like, i guess it's it, the, the easiest compromise is ride height so basically if you get too low is that that's when that suction becomes so great and it creates that negative um right vacuum and it slams you back up. So ride height, and then I mean, we saw it in in Spain more when they were just first seeing how bad the problem was. They just drill holes in the floor. Yeah. Just let let some of the air force out. But when you do that, you decrease your overall downforce when you actually need it. Need it. So um, yeah, and now throw in the variable of wind on the track. Oh yeah, I think you have, I mean, you have but a that's wind. You have a tailwind. That's what everybody's talking about. These side vortices. With, uh, like, uh, when we get to Red Bull, we can talk about it more with their huge floor extender front thing. Is that it's yeah. it's all trying to create these side vortices that will spin, like, a tornado down along the side of the car to help seal that off without needing to ride at a lower, like, at such a low ride height where that porpoising becomes an issue. Like you can look yeah. at cars on the grid when they line up that cars that have McLaren, Red Bull, you know, like some of these cars that have a stronger, these stronger side vortices, you noticeably higher ride height than say Mercedes, yeah. AlphaTauri, uh, Alpine. They're, they're, they look like they're on the ground, like they are riding on the ground. It's really, it's really crazy. It's like a noticeable difference. Um, but back to Alpine, they did say Alonso did seem happier on the third day. Um, and set a pretty fast time. We'll go, we can go through all those times later on, but, um, set a pretty fast time, but it was a low fuel run and he was on the softest tires. Um, but the other asterisk that I'll put next to Alpine is that I did hear on a couple other podcasts from, um, some reliable sources or reliable sources, I would say, uh, uh, that, that they talked to a uh, actual journalist who interviewed the Alpine team and kind of led on to the fact that they might have a little something up their sleeve that they're right. really playing close to the chest and, and, uh, and, and we'll see what happens on, on qualify on Friday, on Friday, on, uh, or Saturday. Yeah. So, cause that's when we'll really that see. That'll be very curious. Um, but I, I, I think I, yeah, I, I, I think that, they have even if they're starting here, that's definitely not where they'll end up. And I think Alpine will climb up in the midfield this year. I, I do think that. So I, I yeah I have high hopes, but we have to go on what we're seeing now. That's what we're talking about. Is what we saw now at at Bahrain and Barcelona and where we think they're sitting currently right now. So we have I have them pretty low right now. Uh yeah. Up next, unfortunately, is Alphatari. Um I th- I mean I think they are also it's it's kind of one of those high hopes kind of thing um because of how great they had last year and how awesome of a year Gasly's was and then and Sonoda really came on toward the last toward the end of the of the year again um and talk about another thing another time when we'll pop into the drive to survive His, Yuki seems like just an absolute kook <laughs> like, <laughs> uh that and and the mouth of a sailor. I think they were talking like, oh yeah, he learned all of his English, most of his English from pit crews, so it's all like, uh, 
very explicit. <laughs> we'll say, I mean, I, yeah. I'm sure a lot of you, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably watching Drive to Survive too. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. But he was, seems like just a funny guy too. Oh, he does. Uh, that was very surprising. You know, it's, you know, Japanese culture is very quiet, and, yeah, but not Yuki. <laughs> I guess not. Not. I mean, but it, I mean, that's another thing I got from not just Yuki, but everybody on there was like, "Man, like a lot of lot more swearing than you hear on TV." For <laughs> the bleeper guy on <laughs> really? the radio must have quite a he he get he gets he earns his pay. Let's say that. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, but yeah, they 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 are another team that they look very similar to Mercedes in their side pod design and stuff, and their floor design with that what they call the shrink wrap, the really narrow. That was the other big yeah. thing. We, I was kind of going to talk about it more at uh, when we get to Mercedes, but they're radically right. different side pod designs. Um, Alphatari is not as dramatic as that, but they uh, they definitely have followed the Mercedes, like kind of more the Mercedes shrink wrap design look than um mm. than let's say ferrari or somebody else but they also seem to be having um a, they're struggling pretty significantly with um porpoising and and uh i was listening to the race and they said that on track when they were down on track watching that they just seemed to to have a have quite a bit more understeer um on on corner on those slower corners than other teams and they that's just um, where the, where these cars are already going to be weak in those slower turns. Um, so that's going to really, really be a hard hit for them. And kind of why um, they're so low on a, on some of those, on the races list and unfortunately my list as well. Dad, did you want to remind yeah. me what understeer is? That's where you turn the wheel and you keep going straight. Yeah. <laughs> it's turned, but it's not going. <laughs> the wheel is turned, but there's a lot of front wheel skittage. But and, and as you, as all of you are probably coming to realize that you know that when if you're scrubbing that rubber off your tires, that means that they're not only are you understeering, but they're going to lose grip, and that understeer will just continue to get worse and worse and worse, and you'll just lose more and more and more time. Um, and or they have to use a, they just have to use a softer compound, which doesn't hold up well either. Yeah, so you can, or, you know, they can maybe compensate with mechanical grip, but then those tires just don't last that long. Yeah, and I think we saw that a lot last year too, uh, especially toward the end of the year with Alphatari. You know, Gasly would have these amazing, you know, P four pole, uh, P four P four qualifying times, and then. But over a race pace distance, they just they just would he would fall, he'd fall back or yeah, have, have a hard time. I mean, he he had he did a really good job. I think he drove that car really well. But you did see their race pace kind of suffer compared to their um, quality pace. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here's the big surprise team because uh, I'm sure you guys yeah. are all being like, man, did we already cover Haas or did they just skip Haas because they're so bad? But actually, well, we have. Haas is uh, right up in the midfield. <laughs> I'm having them. Well, yeah. I uh, mean, I mean, being an American team, I'm stoked. But where did that come from? Where, well, but, I mean, it's good to know because they did say, you know, like last year was abysmal because they literally did yeah. no development on last year's car in attempts right. to, to really put it all in here. Into this year, yeah. So, um. 
I guess we would expect it, but, you know. Yeah, and we do have to say that, I'm sure you, you all have probably seen the headline news, but um, Mazepin is out of the team. Uh, Haas has completely severed all ties with Yurikali and the Mazepin family. Um, and we have we have K-Mag back, Kevin Magnuson returning. Um from from his Le Mans uh, endurance racing over here in the states, um, well, yeah. Who you, yeah, he was he had an opportunity. He was going to do Le Mans with Renault, and then some uh, hypercar or sport series, some sort of endurance racing over here in the states. Um, but I guess he he uh, got the call from Gunther and and said yes before <laughs> before he had even talked to his 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 wife or. Uh, either of the teams that he had contracts with, and uh, he had a pretty, I guess he's he had been doing really good, couple podiums, couple poles, couple race wins. Like he was, yeah, he had a really nice career going. But he even said yeah. that he didn't realize how much he missed the sport, and it was that, like he didn't, like he didn't even think to ask these teams and his wife and stuff. He just said yes. Um, yeah, uh, and it, and it was. Bravo to both of those teams that, you know, really seem like real racing teams because he did not have an F1 clause in any of his contracts um, that would get him out of those clause. Oh, wow. but, but those teams just let him out of the out of the contract so he could go uh, go racing uh, in the in oh. one. For those of you who don't know, a lot what? of these drivers if they're if they have um, have had their shots in Formula One or are favorited to maybe have a chance in Formula One and they, they're doing something else, they'll have clauses in the contracts that they sign that say, if I get the call, I'm leaving. You know, like, I'm not sticking around right. here. Um, so is yeah, kind of, um, uh, I, it really showed that he didn't think he was coming back to Formula One, that he didn't even have those clauses in those contracts. But it's cool to see Kevin Bag, Kevin Magnuson back, and boy, did he, he did not disappoint. Um Posting some no. posting fastest times in day two, um, but well, the asterisk next to because uh, Schumacher had a second fastest time in day three as well, but we do have to put a uh, little asterisk that those were on extremely low fuel runs, probably a higher engine mode, and they were also running thirty minutes later than everybody else on a completely clear track. Um, yeah, they, they had uh, some cargo, some freight issues like shipping their car and stuff to Bahrain. Uh, and they, they had the, they, they appealed to the FIA and all the other teams. Um, there's this rule, the force majeure that like, Hey, we couldn't control this. And we're, so we're being penalized. Can we have extra time running? Um, they originally asked for an, uh, an extra day, like on Sunday, like, and the teams objected, two teams objected to that. Um, and instead the, the compromise was to have uh, like an extra 30 minutes or an hour. I think I can't remember the exact times, but some extra time uh, in the evening of the, of the three days running of the, or the two days running. Right. They, they um, to kind of compensate for missing that time, which I think is fair, but that the track, there's a note like Bahrain in case you didn't know is incredibly hot place. Um, and so, in the evening hours that the track temp can drop significantly, which can really improve lap times. So, so both of yeah. those times, albeit crackers, uh, cracking laps were, um, yeah, 
there is a little bit of an asterisk. You have to you have to take again. You have to take all of these times with a grain of salt because they're up on the up in the top of the the timesheets on the a couple of days of testing. Does not mean that they will be regularly competing with Ferrari, McLaren, and Mercedes and Red Bull for race wins. But they are definitely going to be in the points regularly. I would say, seemingly. Yeah, uh, that exciting. It's they're, they're, the way they approach the last two seasons uh, may be really paying off for them this year. Um, but uh, it, they did. They did also seem to have really good long run pace with Magnussen in the car, um, even on a similar same tire compound and a similar long term run. Magnussen was only about three tenths of a second off of. Hamilton's pace um, on the mm-hmm. same tire, so that's that 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 tells you what Mercedes is, and it also tells you where how much Haas has improved. I think. Um, well, I don't think they know they have improved, but I think also Mercedes has slipped back quite a bit. For now, we'll see. We'll we'll talk about them. Where they're coming up soon too. But it is nice to see that they're not two seconds a lap slower, like they were last year. You know, that's a yeah, three tenths down on the on a seven time world champion and then a eight time constructors champion uh, Mercedes. That's that's a well, significant improvement for the American team. Do you think they're on the verge of maybe, you know, like leapfrogging a pretty consistent team last year and Aston Martin? Uh, yeah, I think they're oh, we skipped Aston Martin. Shoot. <laughs> You see, you see how I did that. I see how you, you see? did that. I do think that they. Yeah. I think that they are likely to skip Aston Martin, like I am. <laughs> Good thing I gave you the outline too. Uh oh, we're breaking the fourth Man. wall a little bit here, but. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, but, but also, no, really. but I no, mean, it is know, a, good a good point. They're a great team. I mean, they were so consistent. Yeah, well, not so. they were very consistently bad last year, and they too said that they were having a scrap year as well. Like they, they saw the writing on the wall with that, how they, when they tried to peg Mercedes back a few times with those floor rig changes, they suffered too because they had the same car. But I think they were, unlike Mercedes, they weren't able to get that handle on it like Mercedes because they didn't design it. They just copied it, you know? And right. when you don't design something, when that thing changes, you don't have the same understanding of how to fix it, you know? So, um, yeah. they did, they did post, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on them then since we, um, my dad so kindly reminded me that we hopped them like Haas is hopping them in their development. Well, I got some good drivers. Yeah. I mean, Vettel's you know, great. Strolls really come on. Um, they were the ninth fastest overall during the testing. Um, but they just really were, um, out of the headlines, um, you know, they, nobody was really talking about him. So, right. Um, which makes you wonder. It does make you wonder, what especially what 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 secrets they got. Because and and they, and the the but definitely back in their really punching above weight class uh, Force India days, um, they they did have a history of uh, of kind of keeping their head down and not really making a lot of splash and running right and consistently in the midfield. And then all of a sudden coming in fourth and third. So, um, right. Uh, I haven't written them off yet completely, but again, we're going on what we saw at testing, not what we think could happen. 
that's that's kind of dictating this order here um right so and then the the one last thing i wanted to say about haas was that like Alfa Romero and like you know some of the other small teams, uh, mechanical problems still can be can can cause issues with these teams, and they don't have the budget to fly you know these part like fly parts in and and make really good good fixes like some of the other teams. Um, yeah, like our next team, McLaren. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. McLaren, I would say, had a rough a rough. Uh, Bahrain test, wouldn't you, Dan? Probably next yeah. to uh, to Williams, but they had exploding parts. They 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 had they too had heat <laughs> issues that led to, and I quote their team principal, crispy parts on the car. Um, that uh, that really limited their testing abilities. They because those they kept having uh, overheating brakes. Uh, and they literally flew parts in. You know what I learned when, like, because I was listening to uh, a podcast that flying parts. What they do is they literally have a person go to the factory, get the part they need, and they put it in their luggage and bring it on the plane. They don't like put yeah. it in. They, they fly it. That's the only way that they can guarantee the part will get there fast. Yeah, I heard that too. Uh, I mean, I guess you couldn't really do that with a transmission, but, but they, you know, like they, but it's still like, you're not freighting it. You're like, you're like, this is my personal transmission. <laughs> yeah. I need this. Um, but yeah, so they, they had to get some parts in, which did get them quite a bit more running on the, the third day and the other two days they, mm -hmm. they could do, they could still run the car, but they couldn't have any fuel load on it. It was all low fuel roads, more like quality practice, like faster stuff, but they also couldn't push too hard because then the brakes would overheat. So they were just really seriously well, wasn't, limited. Wasn't the, uh, the overheating brakes, was it just the rears or was it all the brakes? I think it was just the rears. Um, yeah, and they had, so they did fly in parts for the third day. Um, like I think it was brake ducts and uh, some sort of like upgraded components on the actual pads themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, let's see how that plays out. But you'd think that that would be they would somehow be able to vent those better. But how does that affect the other aspect of their aero package? I think, and they um, too are really struggling with the porpoising as well. And the mm -hmm. other the other big drawback, the other hard thing from from Bahrain was we had no they they completed the lowest number of laps and Ricardo wasn't in the car at all. Um, oh, that's right. Because yeah. he he got sick and ended up testing positive for COVID, so he wasn't able to run at all. So yeah, I mean, it, is he going to be? physically able to race but he says i follow you know. him on instagram and he says he's um he's he's feeling um he's feeling a lot better and he posts the thing saying better um better uh hold on sorry i'm getting a call jeez louise freaking telemarketers he says he's feeling a lot better and he was better uh that it happened today then uh or this week then next week um but he is he's right. definitely going to be significantly on the back foot compared to everybody 
Well, it's hard to say how, I mean, recovery is so variable, but then you have to think that these guys are like pushing so hard. But yeah, but they also like, you have to think that sickness isn't as big of an issue when you're that in shape. You know, well, you'd like, like you, to think so. You have man. to. Well, I mean, I know they still have hard times, but I mean, they they still are far better off than you or me. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. They have you know teams of dietitians and all you know all of like the highest level of medical care, probably. You know, yeah. their assets yeah. worth and, tens of millions of dollars to these teams, and you know, right. So they want him in the car. Yeah, they kind of broke in a little bit of that. Yeah, they kind of broke in a little bit of that with Kevin Magnus and how he brought back all his training guys, the same people. Yeah. For training and and all of that. I mean, you see that, you see that in Drive to Survive too. Uh, Yeah. That it, you know, like they, they spend, they got, they spend so much time with those guys that they become really good friends. And, you know, it, 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 it really, uh, really like, I mean, imagine you know, what they say. Like that was one of the things with Sonoda that they have to train a minimum of, or like a minimum of two to four hours a day, a day they're running yeah. and physically, like, I mean, it's, it's a very physically demanding sport. And like, I guess that was one of the things that Sonoda was really struggling with is he just didn't want to do. He's like, he's like, it makes me want to throw up. I hate it so much. <laughs> I just it want ruins to my whole day, is what he said. <laughs> Days I have to train ruin oh. my whole day. <laughs> oh, I, wonder, I mean, we forget that these guys it. are teenagers. Like they're so young, yeah. You know, and they're just like, yeah. and they're like, "Hey, go take this really." Se-. I mean, I mean, it's what every I guess professional yeah. athlete deals with, but it's just funny. Like, but yeah, yeah the other thing well, you kind of wonder is this: is Sonoda the next James Hunt? Oh yeah, right. I th- oh, well, I would say, I mean, Ki- I think I would say Kimmy was the next James Hunt. He was very much that. Yeah. Party. Whatever. Yeah, but I know what you mean. Uh but the, the there were some interesting things on the drive to survive. Speaking of McLaren, that you know, um, it seemed like you know Ricardo and and uh, Norris kind of had a little bit of friction there. A lot more than like I ever noticed here in the states, or um, I was, you know, like, and it was funny to hear Norris talk about what we kind of said. I mean, we said it on this podcast. I'm pretty sure, like, oh man, I'm so stoked. They both seem like such fun, cool guys. Like they're gonna be best friends. And Norris was kind of like, no, I, I don't. I'm not, he's not like me at all. Like you know, like it kind of that like contrary and like. Uh, yeah. Or, or you know, just giving a different perspective that maybe what the way we perceive people is definitely not the way they feel about themselves. Or, um, but yeah, I, and I think it. I think having Ricardo there really elevated Norris as a driver, though, because of that. Everybody was like, "Oh, Norris can learn so much from Ricardo," and oh, it's going to be such a great driver pairing. And Norris is just like, "Yeah, oh, yeah? watch this." <laughs> and Ricardo, yeah, you know, I just. Actually, just this morning, I was watching a YouTube where the two were sitting down and kind of re- rehashing last season. And there were some awkward moments between them, actually. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I mean, it's like any relationship. Yeah. It, it takes time to develop. And, and, 
And I mean, it is you the the closest guy that people are going to compare you to because you're in the same car. So he is. Yeah, they're they are your like biggest competition too. They're your teammate and your biggest competition. Right. Um. So talk exactly. about a weird relationship dynamic. Um. But the other the other like crazy devastating scene from uh, I'm pretty sure it was after Monaco. But Ricardo comes up after, and he goes up to his guy, his handler, and he goes, "What's the fine for not doing press?" Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but like, if they're they're contractually obligated to do press, like I think most sports are probably like that way. Um, and if they yeah. if they skip it, then they get fined. Um, and the guy responded, "It's heavy. <laughs> you, you're yeah. gonna, you're going to want to have to do that." But it is like, imagine like it's. Um, like they have to talk about it. You're like, hey, you did really terrible today. And they're like, oh, really? You noticed? <laughs> yeah. Like that, that doesn't happen so thanks much. Thanks for reminding me. Thanks for reminding me of something that I didn't forget. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like imagine you like a baseball player is like, oh wow, you really blew that pop fly, didn't you? Like couldn't catch it. <laughs> when it passed off your forehead, broke your nose. Ah. Uh, yeah. But, nice shiner. But yeah, that that relationship. Uh, but it was like um, there was one scene where it was like, yeah, like Norris was pressed like about if he feels sympathetic for his for Ricardo, and he's like, well, it's not my job to feel sympathetic for him. He's a professional. Like that's is the job. Like I'm doing the same thing he's doing. You know, I'm just doing it a lot better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it was yeah. A, it was an interesting thing. Um, I definitely, I guess saw a different side of Norris or than what I would perceive him to be. I still think he's an extreme talent in the car and I'm really rooting for him this year. I think he, he deserved that win in Sochi last year. And I think I really want to see him win a, at least one or two races, if not more this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. He's, you know, like we talked before, he's one of those, that group of young guns that are coming up that are really going to dominate the sport in the next year or so. Or are dominating the sport. Well, yeah, I mean, as the as the old guard starts to lose it, as far as not lose their mind, but lose their physical ability and mental capacity to compete. Yeah, I mean, you just uh, you just at the not, level they need to. You're not as strong. You're not as fast. You're not as you know as a when you're yeah. in your forties as when you're in your twenties. You know, it's just there's yeah. twenty more years of wear on the machine. Well, it, you know, and there's just. There's there's quite a few co- uh, quotes from Lewis Hamilton that you know he might be recognizing some of those limitations and whether you know from his mental capacity, which has always been massive, and you know his physical abilities with aging, is you know does he still have what it takes? I also think Lewis has severe aspirations outside the sport. Like he's always, you know, not. Like it's crazy that he's probably the best driver that's ever done it, or easily in the top five, um, who's ever done it. And yet he seems to always have his mind on other things too. You know, he's always he's doing other yeah. things as well. It's 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 really impressive. <laughs> I find it very impressive. Yeah. Like, do, oh yeah, do you be the the literal best at something, and like have the bandwidth to do other things extremely well as well? You know, like yeah, I barely, exactly. I barely do my job as, <laughs> and I'm not doing anything else other than that. <laughs> maybe this podcast, you know, but like, and I'm definitely not doing, yeah. I'm definitely not doing 
the best at this. I th- <laughs> I'm just trying my best, you know. Um, well, but yeah, trying is one thing, and so, learning is another. So I think McLaren. I think I think that, you're too good. Okay, yeah, but you're my dad. You're my dad. Your opinion is is taken with. Well, I guess uh, it, I take I take your. <laughs> it's like it's like a, a fast time in in testing. You know, I have to I have to scrutinize it more. Back yeah. to testing McLaren. I think I think they're going to be quick this year. I think I don't think um, they don't look bad. It doesn't look like they have. Um, I think they just had some hard runnings, but I think I think they'll bounce back. I think they have they do have and one I, of the better driver lineups on the grid. And if their car is competitive, yeah. they'll be competitive. So and their livery's cool, really cool. Uh, I don't like yeah. I, I don't yeah. like the blue as much. I, I think that that's like a, a sponsor color. That, then that's why it's on there. But if it was just the black yeah. and that orange, there the papaya, whatever. I think that would be oh, real yeah. mean, real mean. But um, yeah. moving so they on, they rate right up there. Oh yeah, I would agree. Moving on uh, to our next highest ranking team, I would say is is Mercedes. Um, along with with you know some of the other teams. Uh, did really struggle. I think they're they're showing at least that's what they're letting on. Both Hamilton and George are saying that um, they're off pace, and it doesn't. They can't really see why, or they 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 or they know why, I guess. But it, it's more than a week's fix, and they don't seem to be um, on form. However, they said that right. last year in Bahrain testing, and then went on to win the Bahrain Grand Prix. Um, yeah, but I did. From uh from the drive to survive around that, I did think that that caught them off guard. I don't think they anticipated winning that race, and they also only won that race because Max, uh, blew it really. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but from when I was listening to the races talk about this too, is that whatever they say and they do have this history of kind of of sandbagging and then all of a sudden with their the monster machine that is mercedes they they can find things and fix them much quicker than other teams um but what what they said is that they just don't look as good as the ferrari or the red bull like going on corner entry uh throughout the corner and 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 on exit that they just don't look as good like it it right. looks like they're having to wrestle the car to be on similar pace, whereas they said the Red Bull looks like it's on rails, and Ferrari just is fast. Like they're just fast. Yeah. Um, right. And Mercedes is still competent. They're still up there. They're still in the mix, but just based on how again, this is based on what what's happened in testing and how the cars look now that they just look to not be on the same level as Ferrari and Red Bull, that there's just, right. they're just slightly back yeah. ways. And, and, and a lot could change. And, and a lot could change not only in this week, but it's a long season. Formula One's a long season. Yeah. And these big teams. Yeah, 22 you know, races, baby. You did get that sense from Toto too, from the Drive to Survive, is that, that they look at everything so analytically. It's just, it's just a number or a part or a problem and it's just this needs to be fixed and it's that's what i really liked about i and you, you I, got, I really caught a glimpse of that winning culture that they fostered at, at mercedes um and it was like you know it, you just address it 
the issue head on. We don't lie to ourselves. We don't dramatize things. This is a problem and we're going to talk about it and we're going to solve it. And like, and you just saw it like how compared to like Horner and Ribble and wow, 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 Horner baby, wow, 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 you know, and like always throwing a fear and looking for things and Horner just is like, or uh, Toto is just like, we'll let the car talk. We'll do all that talking on the track. You know, like, yeah, I mean, and maybe that was yeah. how he was acting because cameras were on, but I mean, Horner knew cameras were on and he still drove me up the wall. I am fully on the Horner hate train. There's no way you could talk to me. About <laughs> it. Um, I will continue. Yeah. I will talk more about that when we get to dumb Red Bull, but man, he's just, ugh, he just, ugh, I'm actively rooting against them. I used to not just like them. Now I want bad things to happen to Red Bull. Just not. Oh, out. no. Just not so checking. He's on your. He's, he's on your grunt. He's a grunt poopy category. Oh, oh man, voodoo dog category. I just want. I want him to oh. like roll his ankle every time he Simmer walks. Simmer down now. <laughs> Simmer down. All right. Okay. Simmer so, down. So back Let's to Mercedes. Back to Mercedes. Oh, they, I want to go to Ferrari. Well, we're almost there. They. We have to talk about their their no pod side pod design. Like you have to go online. I'm gonna try. And, I'll try and post a picture on the uh, Americans Guide instagram if i can even remember how to log into that i'm so good at social media um but there's there's some side 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 to side comparisons between um ferrari and mercedes and i mean because they're the two most radically different ideas of the side um but seeing them i sent you those pictures they're wild huh um that that surprised me it's it's so you know. like especially when you saw how prescriptive the regulation changes were, I was expecting every car to look the same. Like I thought, I was like, man, this is gonna yeah. be like IndyCar, you know. Um, and boy, we could not have been more wrong. Uh, and man, how how dated do the the do last year's the old old gen cars look now too? While we're on yeah. the phone. it's it's so weird how that happens. I thought, man, that looks weird when I saw the you know the test cars, and then now I look back and I'm like. Oh man, like the other ones don't even look like cars. These look like cars again, kind of. Um, yeah. Okay, so Mercedes, we're 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 watching you. We know we know what you're capable of, and this this is uh, this is odd. But the, I do think that, like they said, they do seem to be concerned a little bit more than I would say last year. Speaking of Ferrari, agreed. They look yeah. good, man, and boy, does that excite me. That excites me. Um, yeah, I've always kind of viewed Ferrari as as the villain team in Ferrari or in Formula yeah. One. But you gotta you gotta have a villain. You gotta have somebody. And I don't I which I don't feel that way. I love both Leclerc and Science, like two of my favorite drivers now. Especially Science, I really oh, yeah. really like Science. He's he's fastly climbing my my favorite drivers list. Uh, and it 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 only has a little bit to do with how extremely good looking he is. Fastly. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a You mean like rapidly? <laughs> fastly. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, fastly. I said I what I said. I'll stand by I'm standing good. by fastly. Okay. There's <laughs> a reason why I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> so uh Ferrari's <laughs> engine is still remains to seem to be the just the one to beat on the on the grid right now. Uh, they're new. Yeah. They they have that technology with the their burn rate. I guess it's just amazing their efficiency inside the cylinder. Um, 
the amount of actual fuel that they can combust and turn that into power is better. They have some new technology. There's new split turbo. Um, they really yeah. seem to have pace. Um, uh, saying they completed the most miles in all of testing. The engine looks strong mm-hmm. and they have really great long run pace. I think they will, they have the best chance to be fighting it out as of right now, what we're seeing, what I'm seeing, what we're seeing, I think it will be mainly him, Ferrari and Red Bull. We'll, um, I think that, uh, Hamilton even said he favorites, uh, them for the win at Bahrain. Um, yeah. So science had a funny quote well, where he yeah, was saying, don't listen to Mercedes and don't listen to Lewis and, uh, George, cause they were both talking up Ferrari and he says, they do this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Who was saying that? Science. I saw like a tweet or something. Oh, science. <laughs> but uh, what do you think? I think they have a great livery. I think they look fast. I'm. I just couldn't be more excited, honestly. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like that. You kind of lump them in. They're kind of the the sinister team, like Williams. You know, Williams is the is the English gentleman. Yeah, that uh, has always you know, done well. And but Ferrari's like this raging bull and that, uh, not Red Bull, but you know, that just kind of gets in there and kind of borderline sinister, but that's probably because they're Italian. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry to tell I, you I, Italian. I, no, I don't mean it. I don't mean it in a bad way. I, I, it's just, it's just the character. I always for, like saw them playing. I mean, maybe it was because yeah. when I first started watching Ferrari or, watching you, you know, do it and going, going up, it was, they were the Mercedes of the time, you know, they were the ones that everybody was trying to, to take down. And I mean, I think, uh, the, I forget their team principal's name, something Batino or something like that. Um, yeah. Bonanito or yeah. Anyways, he said in the drive to survive, he says Ferrari is formula one and formula one is Ferrari. Like we're not like we're one, we're the oldest team. Like you don't like, and it is true. It is good for the sport. Probably one of the most recognizable global brands out there. And, uh, and it, and they have been significantly off pace for a really long time. And I'm, I just am happy. It is good. It's, it's, it, it feels like formula, like formula one even more, you know, when they're, oh, yeah. when they're, when they're that's the exciting there. part about that. Yeah. That's the exciting part about it is that it, it's bringing, you know, legendary, uh, uh, parody where there's a team that dominates and then it falls off and another yeah. team takes its place. And, uh, I'm just that's hoping, the yeah. exciting part. I'm hoping for a 2007 repeat. Four four cars regularly in competition for the win. You know, yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. We have three drivers, four drivers that could win the world championship at the last race. You know, <laughs> like that's what I want to see. Oh yeah, well, it's, you know, it's entirely in the realm of possibility. I mean. The, the lineups with the teams and the teams doing what they're doing. Um, but all bets are off until we see what the Grand Prix this Sunday brings, you know, or qualifying anyway. For sure. See what's really happening. And then we'll briefly touch on Red Bull because they're looking the best. I couldn't care less. Yeah. 
I I just I'm the only thing I like about Red Bull is Checo Perez. Um, that's all I'm saying on the subject. I think yeah they did yeah. have to use the fat the the softest tire to put up all of those times that they did, but they still had great pace long run, great pace over a single lap. Like and like like they they said they it it looks like it's on rails. I mean Adrian Newey is a is a wizard, but um yeah. They yeah, look, they look fat. They look right now. They're the one that looks like they're the they're the team to beat. But yeah, I just I don't know. I just I'm not really keen on them. I don't. Yeah, I don't like. I'm I'm not a big Max fan. I fucking hate Christian Horner. He is just a spoiled little snotty, whiny, attention starved, Napoleon complexed little man. But. uh <laughs> Simmer down now. Simmer down now. He got me. He got Simmer me. Simmer down. Uh, so I, your, yeah. Get your mother in here and simmer you down. I, I, I recognize the talent that is Max, but it doesn't mean I have to like him. And I mean, yeah. Uh, I'm still sore. Can you tell? Um, but yeah, they, they do look fast, and it, it does. I think it will make great for some great races to have good competition up at the front. But do I wish it was Mercedes still? Yeah. Do I wish it was McLaren? I wish it was pretty much any other team, honestly. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully, oh. hopefully they we can have some challenging facts and they don't win a lot. I would be really happy with that. I don't know. I just I just kind of have a feeling. I don't think that's flashing. what's going to happen. But uh, no, no, a flash in the pan. <laughs> I hope so. They had it. Yeah, they had it last year, but can they sustain it? Yeah, we'll see. I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Go so Ferrari. It. it you don't, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, the other thing I want to like, like kind of close it out here, I wanted to say that, like, for those of you who like really watch or regularly have been flirting with uh, Formula One that watch the Drive to Survive, I think it does. I mean, it's so cool how, how cool it makes the sport seem. But the one thing that I think was really highlighted this year over other seasons that I've seen is that. Because this season was so amazing, or the past season was so amazing and so exciting, I felt like they really didn't do a – they couldn't actually capture just how exciting watching all those races and qualifying sessions live was, you know? Yeah. Like, and I mean, they yeah, – it's, it's kind of like the thing we talked about on one of the first podcasts is what draws us to the, the sport. It's that off-the-track drama. Stuff. Yeah, mind But it was also the, but last year's last year's season was just so exciting that, and I get that they can't show everything and they can't duplicate it, but I feel like they really dropped the ball on some things. Like, like Lewis's Brazil drive is top ten drives ever, I think, if not yeah. higher. I mean, one of the greatest drives of all time. Uh. And they and they they did they didn't even dedicate any time to it at all during that season, um, yeah. And I was just like, it, it, there was some 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 weird stuff like that. They didn't talk about Baku, which was also one of the one of the great races of the last season, and like barely touched on. They didn't even they didn't even talk about it really. Um, it was yeah, it was just there was, said, yeah. There seems like there were a lot of holes. There was, but I mean, I get I get they wanted to leave a lot of time for the drama of the last the you know the last three races and, and, uh, and stuff, but 
they they also really they really painted a, a narrative of 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 Horner being really manipulative and there's like scenes of him talking to Massey and um just just really shady shady and I, the other thing that was really cool to see about the last race is all of the drivers who were who were saying how messed up uh how messed up it was like when they were saying um oh you go he's like oh some of the like those drivers were like some of the cars are being let go and they're like no not you not you only them and they're like well that's weird that's you know like they were they were calling attention to like how bizarre that was so that was interesting to hear yeah um but yeah um who do you who who are you who do you think's gonna be world champion or 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 in serious contention for it or do you want i guess i have no clue this is such a such a weird turn of events and testing and problematic uh you know with the porpoising issues uh, the reliability issues that but if I had, if you had put my put my hand to the flame, I'd probably say I don't know. I'm still sticking with Lewis is going to pull something out, come back with a vengeance, and pull something out. And um, I mean, what a that would be just such a great endpoint for him. I just I think it would be so bad if the if he just didn't do well and the team didn't do well, because he's really getting close to moving on to the next chapter in his life, I think. Yeah. I, I, I uh, really, I too am steeply rooting for that, but I'm also really, I really want to say science. I'm going to put, put a lot of money on science this season. So yeah, them looking fast, the way he started, the way he finished last year, uh, the, the year he had, I just, I just think there might be something there. Yeah. So, but maybe it's Ferrari going to make it, make it a uh, big comeback. Yeah. But, so well, my he, heart says one thing and my mind says another. Here's to hoping we'll have, we'll have much more clear stuff to talk about uh, in, in a mere week or so uh, when we have yeah. our, our season opener at Bahrain and you, you can bet that we'll be here talking about it. Um, we just want to say thanks for listening uh thanks for thanks for hanging out and chatting with me pops i love it love you yeah but yeah you love you too you're very groovy kid groovy gravy man uh thanks again everybody we'll, we'll we'll catch you on the next episode of an american's guide to formula one have a great one yeah great to talk to y'all <laughs>